All right, this, the C team's names for their characters. <laughs> I got Walnut Dank Grass. Oh. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The name. And they got Donar Blitzen. Ooh. It's Christmas themed. And Kthris Draub. Kthris Draub. And Rosie Bing, Bee Stinger. I saw Bee Stinger. <laughs> How did you not see Walnut Dank Grass? I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a winner. Welcome to The Forecast, episode 98. The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced on Thursdays. We are a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things, from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash wearethehorizon community, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com, or you can come hang out on our Discord channel if we're ever actually in there. Um... If you do go to our website, we have a ton of original content on there for you to browse through. And everything we talk about on this podcast is pushed into our cast notes. notes. I say that wrong every week. Cast notes. (laughs) No, just pick one. Cast notes. Pick one wrong pronunciation and make it our thing. All right. Then we'll be like a big boy podcast then. Perfect. Perfect. Additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed (laughs) out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron. I'm joined by a few additional peeps this week. Alex? Hello, I am here. Jake John? Hello, that's me. Man, I forgot your name that I had for last week. It was really, or two weeks ago, it was really good. Something Dance. about weed dank grass. <laughs> and Caleb? That's uh, me. That's uh, you. Excellent. Uh, do, you can coin it just like, uh, man, I freaking lost it. Sorry, it was there, and it's just gone now. Man, that's this a, is a good, good bit. Good it bit. was yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that's so good. Like, I was in the middle of it, it's just gone. Fuck yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's uh let's let's start out with what we've been starting out with, which is uh, Alex time. Yes. Um this is my yeah, Alex. for Alex time. What do you what do you have for us this week? This week I furiously typing keyboard looking for top 10 list or something. Fast as I can search. Is Alex top time dying? 10... I'm afraid I feel like it's dying. I feel like it didn't exist except for one episode. I, I Top wanted 10 to be a things dying. on my desk. Right Top 10 Top. things on your desk. All right, All right. done. Go. Uh, there's a keyboard. Okay. Okay. What kind All of keyboard? Right. Is that number 10 or number one? This is a good question. This is I, an unordered list. I think it's worth list. pointing out what's not on his desk, like his mouse. Mm, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is this is a good point. Where is his mouse? I currently have a sofa table as a desk. They're not very uh-huh. large. Also, uh-huh. I have two 27-inch monitors, so that takes up a lot of space. So I have just like a stack of boxes next to my chair, <laughs> and then a mouse pad on that. And that's where my mouse is. Yep. Man. That stack of boxes is also not necessarily stable. So if you go too far to the right, it starts to like fall over. <laughs> no, because... You guys did that, but my elbow rests on the left side when I'm actually using it, so it stabilizes. 
it might be worth pointing out to our listeners. I don't. I don't think we mentioned this on last podcast that three of you are now living in the same house. <laughs> yeah, we started a podcast house, so yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just gonna keep growing it. Jake, when mm-hmm. are you moving? Never. Okay. I already did. You know, like you guys had your Kansas, I had our Kansas. No, oh, kind of oh, over good. the whole thing. See, I feel that's like pretty good, right? Kansas is much better than Arkansas, to be fair. But have you ever been to Arkansas? Ah, uh, no. Mm-hmm. But I've heard also, only awful things about all of it, and I've heard some good things about Kansas. Also, it's a good thing that we don't live in Kansas, I guess. Instead, mm, we true. live in Missouri. That's that's a fair point. Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Yes. What are you, yeah. Trump? <laughs> don't even know about the great state of Kansas. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> political uh, podcast now. if you this have is good. not seen the shirt that patrick mahomes wore before uh the <laughs> chiefs parade please 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 go look it up it is totally worth it um what an excellent shirt anyway let's uh let's you should at least describe no... it nobody's gonna go oh, and look that up fine, independently fine. all right hang on wait <laughs> i'm searching right now no he just gotta <laughs> link it in the forecast notes and it's fine i'm gonna link in the forecast notes fine i'll explain it there was a tweet that went out after the super bowl that congratulated the great state of Kansas for the Chiefs win. Well, of course, the Chiefs are not in Kansas. They're in Kansas City, Missouri. So there is a shirt that Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback of the Chiefs, was wearing before the Chiefs parade the following Wednesday. And it has a picture, an outline of the state of Missouri, and it just says the great state of Kansas right inside (laughs) of it. Okay, that's pretty good. (laughs) Excellent shirt. That's pretty spicy. Yes. Uh, So I will link that, but... Since uh, Alex time clearly isn't happening, since it's just an unordered list of things on your desk and we did a whole one of them, let's instead some dead triple move on to what have you been playing lately? And Caleb, we will start with you. Okay. Well, I've been playing some Slay the Spire. Got back into that because they uh, relatively recently added a new character. Did, is it the, the Spire? Watcher. Did they add a new Spire? No, they didn't add a new Spire. Mm, well, on that front, I did recently discover, this is slight spoilers for Slight Spire, if you're still playing that. Uh, there's a fourth act, which in order to access, you have to beat the game with three different characters consecutively, and then play a fourth round where you have to find three keys during the run, and then you can access the fourth act of the game, which is, quote, the end, I guess, because there's an achievement for beating the end with each character. So I, I've not done that yet. I only really tried it in one Wait. run, but I failed. So it's not actually the end because you have to do it multiple times. Four times. Yeah, there's four characters. So there's four achievements for it, I guess. But I mean, That's... it is the end of the story, I think. Didn't a story? That game had a story. Yeah, this is news. Uh, story may be a very strong word for it, I guess. A collection it's of events. the end of the dungeon. Mm. of the spire the spire yes does it I think do you, you think it gets because slain after like three <laughs> after three runs with any character you uh fight the final boss and then you attack the heart of the dungeon i think and it gives you like your score that's how much damage you do to the heart so i imagine in the fourth run you can like beat the spire by killing the heart or something did you beat the spire? Are you sure there's not any other word you would like to use sorry, to sorry, describe sorry. What, what you do? You're right. What I meant to say was that you slay the spire. Thank oh. you. Oh my god, that's so oh, good. Man. Oh. That's clever. But that game's a lot of fun, and the new 
um, character is pretty interesting. The Watcher, they have like stances where they swap between I can deal double damage, but also take double damage. Ooh. Yeah. So it, it's it's dangerous to play as them because you got to know when to swap stances and whatnot. But it's quite interesting. Not one of the best games of 2019, though. It's not. That's that's accurate. But it is fun. It is a lot of fun. Take that, Slay the Spire. <laughs> uh, I've been playing some Darksburg. Did we talk about this last time? Darksburg? We, we, Dark- Alex was going to mention it, but he said he hadn't played enough of it to really talk about it. That's fair. We haven't played all that much. So skip it for next time. <laughs> yeah, you're going to play it while we're maps, right? We've done two of the three maps. That's true. So it came out. It doesn't have a whole lot of content, but it's basically Left for Dead, but... Your characters are MOBA characters. So you have various abilities, and you're kind of wasting around and attacking things as you go. Wasting around. Yep. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's like top-down MOBA style. The sure, default control you... scheme is mouse movement, by the way. It is, which is, I would argue, terrible. And Wast is much better. But uh, it's... Only uh, Wast. It's pretty interesting. It's got all those specials from like Left 4 Dead, but they're, you know, they've all got various strange abilities that aren't actually Left 4 Dead like. So there's like a fishmonger who throws a spear and knocks you back and stuns you and throws a net and traps you and stuff like that. But there's a PvP mode, which we haven't tried, where people play the special enemies. So I'm I'm a little intrigued to see it's how kinda good like, that is. Um, kind of like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's a fair point. I kind of forget that that exists <laughs> because who plays that mode? But yeah, I mean, someone must. <laughs> it seems interesting so far. It needs. I think it needs more content for sure. It's it only three levels. It needs more right content. Now. It's just it's just somewhat repetitive at the moment. Right. The leveling and we stuff, haven't even played that much. The leveling stuff I'm interested in to see if it changes you know, the character in the play, play style. That's a fair point. As you play, you gain level experience for your character and level up and you get unlock perk slots and various perks that you can use. And some of them, even the small ones, we've, even the early ones we picked up, have seemed kind of drastic. So I'm interested to see what the later ones do for your character. Um, I've also played some Nova Drift. It's like a roguelike asteroids game where you kill enough things and you unlock an upgrade and you can go down various like trees of upgrades. Uh, It's pretty enjoyable so far. You can make some pretty interesting combinations for your character to make them super OP, or at least you think they're super OP and then suddenly you die because there's enemies everywhere on the screen. That twin stick shooter stuff. Hmm. Like, is like regular asteroids cool. like a rogue? <laughs> like no, I I meant that it's like asteroids, and also it is a rogue. No, I'm just game. I'm just wondering because like in asteroids, you just you have permanent death, right? It's right. just like a run based game. I don't know. It's an arcade game, which I feel like is just <laughs> a different genre, maybe. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All uh, games are roguelikes, <laughs> turns out. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I also played a different game called Conglomerate 451, which is a cyberpunk dungeon crawling roguelike. You know, you like have a party of three characters and you move space by space through this dungeon 
you can like turn 90 degrees and move that way that kind of dungeon crawler feel um i refunded this game because <laughs> it was too good it's it's not great there's no like impact behind what any of your characters do you just kind of deal random numbers of damage per ability it doesn't feel like there's any tactics to it really which i feel like is necessary in a turn-based combat game that's not great so it it wasn't wonderful so i sent him back uh alex how about you yeah first i gotta say i think that's like the most comprehensive set of opinions you've ever given for a what have you been playing lately Usually, there's a lot of it's all right. Mm. I feel like. Well, yeah, a lot of specific details. Darksburg is all right, and Nova Drift is all right. <laughs> okay, you, you got worse. Don't backslide. Um, started playing Black Mesa, which is the remake of Half Life. Half Life that One. Yeah. A bunch of modders made. Um, they recently put out the end of that. Oh, like they finished that's it. Like why Zen's out. you're playing it. Okay. I didn't realize it was not finished. I actually I, thought it was done a while ago. I think he's playing it because Alex is coming out shortly. I, uh, I'm also playing it because Half of Alex is coming out soon. So I I played but it I, like probably six months ago, and it like you know you just end at the I think it's like one level before the end of the actual game. Yeah, that's yeah, how far they, I played through as well. I think yeah. they just had like the final boss to finish. Oh. I played it even before that. I never went to the other planet to Xena. That's not right. Zen? Like that though. Zen. That was that was very close. Uh, yeah, it is very cool. Like, I it looks it's weird to say, but it looks like how I remember Half Life looks. (laughs) But if I went back and looked at actual Half Life, I'd be like, "Wow, this looks terrible." Probably. It's because it looks like Half Life Two. But it's like the way you age up things in your mind. Mm. I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. You can run very fast and jump a lot. <laughs> wow, that is the best description for a not platformer I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I played some Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time with Sam, Cassie, and Caleb. It's a good co-op game. It's fun. I drive the ship. It's a lot of fun when you get the new ship upgrades, which, to be fair, we haven't played with any. But it seems like a lot of fun. <laughs> wow. It's fun when you get them, Hold on. But we haven't played with them. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Man, this There's is some good content. <laughs> one, of the ships, one of the ships, instead of staying straight up and down the whole time, the engine is attached like to the ship, and when the engine turns, the whole ship rotates. So like, you can be completely upside down if you're traveling down the map. Which is, it, it looks awful. I, I just want to stay on the, the default ship. All the other ones look so bad. Is that? Game? I don't know. I feel like the one that has the rotates upside down is not bad because we had a situation where things kind of just rotated as we were playing through a short sequence, and it wasn't that bad because it swaps your controls when you get beyond like ninety degrees, so that right is still right even though you're upside down. Mm. And that game is uh, four-player co-op, not three-player co-op, like we've been seeing a lot of lately, right? <laughs> that is accurate. Okay, True. just checking. There are checking. ships that only have three guns, though, instead of four. Hmm. But somebody's got to drive the ship, so, you know. Of course, of course. Uh, I'll go next. I've been oh. playing a little bit of 
Siege again for some reason. Somebody sent me a trailer. Alex, was it you that sent me the trailer? It was me. Oh, it's Caleb. Yeah, it was the trailer for the the next um, international tournament, I think. It's actually a super cool trailer. You should check it out if you haven't seen it yet. It's also a strange trailer because it they're is. like basically playing with paintballs. It's like two yeah. teams playing paintball. It's kind of weird because it's pretty. It's pretty weird. It's yeah. It's almost like the operators are now having like tournaments to see who the best operators are instead of just like being you know the realistic we have to stop a bomb in a building right. terrorist plot thing i like it because they interview the operators themselves and that's a fun little yeah. piece that game man what a great concept for a game uh so cool. and i you know of course we've been waiting like 12 years for this other game to come out that we saw at pax <laughs> east like 12 years ago it was you know it, it'll be out at some point i'm excited about that giant enemy crab keep a lookout for it uh that's called due process for the rest yes yes due process uh but you know the the thing is with this game the fact that the operators have abilities makes it that much neater to play i think if it was just a bunch of characters and you picked weapons and you picked like attack points and defense points i don't know that it would have the same dynamic quality that it does because you know, even we're playing now and there's probably some 25 operators or something i have no freaking clue what half of them do And it's complicated because each, you know, I mean, even when you're playing a game like uh, Overwatch, when you're playing with characters with a bunch of abilities, well, you're kind of you're kind of working together to try and coordinate. And in Siege, I mean, maybe the people who are really, really good at that game, very good at teamwork, maybe they're coordinating. But most of the time, you're kind of just doing things somewhat on your own. And you don't really necessarily know what else is going on with your teammates, with the exception of like where they're positioned at on the map. So. I think it adds some fun complexity to the game, but also just kind of keeps you on your toes in terms of, you know, when you're playing against a character, you just don't really understand. It's kind of back to basics and trying to figure out exactly how to play against something you can't, you can't anticipate. Right. It's like if you hadn't played Overwatch since launch and you just hopped in, there's all these characters that have been added. Also, I, I don't know that I've played a game before that makes me feel like I'm terrible at it, but also very excited when I do something and I accomplish something in the game uh, because it is just one or the other. Like I'll, You'll play a game, you'll get no kills and you'll feel like you're absolute garbage. And then you'll play another game and you just get two kills and you're like, man, I'm a yeah. fucking god at this game. If you get two kills on a single round, it feels so good. <laughs> also, if you clutch in a 3v1, that... Even better. Makes you almost die from heart palpitations. That's like <laughs> never going to happen for me, though. It's more often that I'm confused about what my abilities do. I spend the entire preparation period running in circles, not knowing where I should put anything. And then I sit in a corner for like three minutes and then I get headshot from somewhere I didn't see. <laughs> right. And when you see, but that's... when you see the kill cam, they just kind of spray bullets in a general direction and you yeah. die. I'm like, the kill cams are so bad. <laughs> the... That's only because you haven't played it in. Like three years or two years, maybe. Yeah. If you if you had stayed away from the Overwatch that long after launch, I think you'd have the same experience. Yeah, maybe. But I think also, like you know, you get a pretty uh, quick interpretation of what the other characters do, and generally, you're playing next to your teammates. Versus yeah. In Siege, you're just freaking. I mean, you're just all over the place. Also, maybe the biggest thing is in Siege, the time to kill is so short, yes. and in Overwatch, it's not. 
Unless you're playing Widow, the time to kill is not short. I mean, with me playing Widow, the time to kill is still very long. So, <laughs> uh, Jake, what have you been playing? Uh, so I've mostly just been playing Dark Souls, specifically Dark Souls 1 on the Switch and Dark Souls 3 on the PC. Is there a reason you haven't been playing a bunch of 2, Jake? Yeah, there's a reason, because <laughs> 2 sucks. It's terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. So many times I'm like, man, I should start playing 2 again. And then I start 2 again, and I go, oh, yeah. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> this game's terrible. All right, um, what's good about 3? Let's not talk about what's, what's bad about What's good about, about two. 3? <laughs> 3 does have really, really good bosses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I finally, I did... Pontiff Sullivan, but they do not spell Sullivan correctly. They spell it crazy. Like Sylvain or something. There's right? a Y involved. It's really <laughs> wacky. But he, this fucking guy, dude, you like walk into this big church because everything in Dark Souls 3 has to take place in a church. And he's just like slowly walking at you and you're like, yeah, okay, he's like an old guy. I'm about to dunk on this boy. Then he pulls out a fire sword and a magic sword, jumps like 90 feet and cuts you in half. And it's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> He's, like, really fast, but then some of his moves are, like, delayed, so it'll be, like, instant swing, instant swing, instant swing, and then he pauses long enough for you to get a roll off, finish the roll, and then he kills you. (laughs) It's incredibly rude. He's one of the bosses where you really gotta learn the moveset. Yeah, it it took me probably, probably, like, ten tries, with a lot of tries just me going in and dying without even landing a hit. (laughs) Right. It was rough. I feel like like we just went through this whole process of like a few months ago where you played like all the dark souls games right yeah i mean it, it happens man yeah he's never um, beaten three all the way through so. i've not beaten three so far i've only beaten one in bloodborne if you even count bloodborne you definitely count bloodborne okay then i've only beaten one in bloodborne Weren't you and, also the other day discussing something that was you absolutely hated in oh, Dark Souls 3? Don't even talk to me about the Bed of Chaos. Oh my god. That's 2. That's Dark Souls 2. No, that's Dark Souls 1, baby. Oh, that's Dark Souls 1, you're right. Dark Souls 1, yeah. None Dark of the Souls boss... 2 bosses are just not interesting. No, they're really bad, dude. <laughs> oh my god. The worst boss in Dark Souls 2 is fucking Prowling Magus, Magus, Magus? and Congregation. It's just a room of zombies. Mm. like three casters so it's a lot like deacons of the deep yeah but worse because <laughs> deacons of the deep at least there's like one that's like special this yeah. one you just gotta kill all the zombies in this room oh, and like man. that's it the hardest part is some of them crawl on the ground if you're not using a weapon that can hit the ground you just can't hit them <laughs> like i was so doing dumb. it with the cestus like fists and like even locked on you just swing above their heads like you're not gonna <laughs> hit them so I literally had to, like, pause the game, open quotes, pause the game, pull up the menu, which doesn't pause the game, right. switch to a heavy weapon that hits the ground, and then use that to finish the boss fight. That was the hardest part of that fight. That's so dumb. Dark Souls so, like, sucks. killed everything that wasn't, like, a ground crawler? <laughs> yeah, I killed all the mages, so everything else was just a slow-moving zombie, so I just walked away, because th- <laughs> this fight is a joke. That's so dumb. Uh, but it's still not as bad as Bed of Chaos. Bed of Chaos is uniquely bad. I'll, I won't talk about it now because I've been just yammering for like five hours now. <laughs> but Bed of Chaos is like maybe the worst boss in the history of existence. It's so, so, so bad. I'll go on a rant. For the, I'll save it for the post, Pet. Since Perfect. I won't have any games I've been playing, I'll just talk about that. It'll be Perfect. great. Perfect. Uh, well, speaking of the post, Pep, this is our pre-Pep, our pre-Pax East podcast. Uh, we do this every year before we go to PAX East. This year it happens to be at the end of February, so buckle up uh, and bundle up. It's going to be cold. 
most of the time this happens in March. Um, and what we do is we kind of just go through all the things we are excited about for PAX East to talk about the things that we are ready to play, uh, the panels that we are definitely not going to go to, and <laughs> maybe just some other things that we're excited about for Boston in general, because Boston is, after all, a really excellent city. A windy city. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yep, I think that's, that's Boston. Boston. Maybe it's the sleepless city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, it never sleeps. Yeah. So let's start with, uh, instead of starting with good news, let's start with some of the sad news about PAX East this year. We have a couple big companies that are pulling out somewhat last minute that we're not going to be seeing uh, game demos from, um, one of which is Sony and one of which is CD Projekt Red. Man, freaking, literally, it was like, I got like two emails that were like, yo, Last of Us 2, it's going to be there. And then they were like, there's going to be a playable demo. You're going to be the first ones to play it. Get hyped. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Sony's not coming. They're, not, they're just they're bored. They're not they're not doing it. So upset. So sad. I I don't know if you guys know this, but uh I was just reading through it earlier. Apparently the mayor of Boston wrote them a letter and was talking about how basically they're not being leaders and they're taught you know, they're essentially uh, pushing harmful stereotypes by saying, you know, like almost fear mongering sort of thing of, you know, we're just gonna stay away because we're concerned about the spread of this virus. Um, I, I mean, I guess it, I, I guess it could technically be a concern. We've had, we've only had like 14 cases in the United States at this point, but there are also a hundred thousand people who go to PAX East. Yeah. Only isn't great when you're talking about a, I guess, pandemic at this point, almost epidemic. Like, wait, which I'm way does that saying, go? I don't know which way that goes. If I go to this freaking convention and I don't get the coronavirus, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> okay i'm not going all this way not to die of the new zombie plague or whatever oh my gosh <laughs> uh so i wonder what's going to happen with the space that was going to be occupied by these companies do you think they're just going to like just more empty? room to actually walk well i mean that's that nice. it's probably that. just enveloped by nearby well to be fair sony's probably going to be very big i'm yeah. sure before they pulled out so I don't know who's gonna take it over. I guess maybe. Ooh, is there? Can the forecast maybe just? <laughs> oh just slip yeah, right maybe in. Slip right in. We'll, we'll we'll sweep in. I'm sure that last bill minute is discount space. Really, yeah, really inexpensive to get there <laughs> for like a 45, 40 by forty booth space. That's uh, that's an island. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll we be have real, so real much expensive. content to fill yes. it with. Yeah, we'll just have uh, we'll have a headset right in the middle of it. And it'll just for, be for people to play something that we have not yet written or created, but we're going to do that between <laughs> now and Thursday. So the worst, which VR is no, it's just going to be almost as bad as Temple of the Apsara. It's just going to be us on laptops doing a live podcast, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be another laptop that is sitting in a listening channel, <laughs> and you can walk up and sit down and put the headphones on and listen. Wait, but so we, don't, we don't have actually, the audio playing. Yeah, we're all we're just sitting gonna... in a small room in the middle of the, <laughs> yeah. the booth space. Yep. Wow. Nice. Okay. We should. I'll, you know what? I'll I'll email them and see what they think. That's smart. That's good. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. A very uh, exclusive okay. podcast. We don't post it. That's what it is. It's an exclusive wow. podcast. <laughs> so we won't post it at all. It's the only thing. You, the only way you can hear it Ooh. is if you sit there in the other part of the booth and listen in on listening channel. Yeah. Do we have like a thing where like people have to only listen for 15 minutes or can like one person sit in and just listen for the whole weekend? (laughs) 
I, th- I, mean, I think we flip that. If you if you're joining, you have to stay the whole weekend. You can't <laughs> go anywhere else. Interesting. The queue line is one person long mm-hmm. for the entire weekend. That sounds great. Uh, well, okay. So outside of Sony and CD Projekt Red, what are you guys excited about for this PAX specifically? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. talk about the big one. <laughs> you know, their freaking thing isn't even in the main theater. They're revealing Baldur's Gate 3 in the Albatross Theater. Wait, really? Why? That's how the, are they get, I think so. That's dumb. Uh, how are they going to fit people in there? I don't know. It is so, in the Albatross. Word of advice, freaking let's line up at like, I don't know, it starts at 3 on Thursday, so we'll start at 3 on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And that should probably get us a spot near the back. <laughs> it's going to probably Albatross be like... Uh, Borderlands 3 from last year. Hopefully not in terms of like a letdown of a game, but yeah. more <laughs> in terms of like the amount of line, amount of people in the line in order to get in. I don't know how this did not get main theater. This feels crazy. huge. Baldur's Gate 3. Like, yeah. obviously we really like Larian because they right. made Divinity Original Sin. But like Baldur's Gate 3, like even if it was some no-name company, like Baldur's Gate 3, that's huge. Yeah. Everyone at least knows Baldur's Gate. It is fair to point out that probably in general, the gaming community isn't as excited about Larian Studio stuff as we particularly are. Sure, but again, freaking Baldur's yeah. Gate, dude. Like, it's if a true. new Mario game was being made by some company nobody cared about, it'd still be a new Mario game, you know? That's true. I mean, but aren't you guys also upset with Larian because of Divinity Fallen Heroes? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Slightly. Okay, what the heck? They come last pack season. They're like, "Hey, there's this game you guys have not heard of, and it's like almost done. Come, come try it out." And now they're like, "Oh yeah, that's ignore that for the next few years as we do Baldur's Gate." It was so <laughs> like to give some context. We all loved the original Sin too. And so we go to PAX last year, and Larian just has a booth with a new game, Divinity Original Sin Fallen Heroes. And they're like, yeah, it's like a whole new game based on Divinity Original Sin 2, and it's going to come out this year in November. Nobody's ever heard of it. And we were like, November. And they're like, yeah, dude, it's basically done. Here, play it. And so we played it. We're like, yeah, no, that's really good. And that is the last anyone has ever heard of this fucking game. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. We heard it was put on indefinite hold. What what? an excellent announcement. Come on, guys. Indefinite hold. That does hurt. Just take like two guys, put them on that, (laughs) polish it off, and ship it. I I just don't understand. Baldur's Gate. That like, maybe you want to push everything else back and do that. But it is still rough. They were like two months away from release. Right. How do you not just finish that? Yeah, right? You'd think you just get it out the door. Even if it ends up being a little rushed, like just get it done. The only thing I could think of, and I think me and Caleb discussed this one time, is like maybe they were super behind where they should have been and they were going to delay it like six months to a year. And then Baldur's Gate fell in their lap and they're like, oh, this is a great excuse (laughs) to push this back. I mean, it could be. That's that's an excellent point, Alex. Well, hopefully that's what it is. I'm just saying, cancel (laughs) Baldur's Gate and give me Fallen Heroes. (laughs) I don't know. If it's got the same similar combat to divinity and it's baldur's gate i'm so in i don't know i feel like Baldur's. i feel like i mean i guess we'll see we'll see right. we're I'm gonna just, see i feel like it's gonna end well, up we may being see. a 
Yeah. Okay. They're fingers crossed. Gonna, we see. They're probably going to send an email even... out tomorrow that they're not going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we even talk about what this what this panel is? It's the the official gameplay reveal for Baldur's Gate three. I don't know if we it mentioned is, it, that. It is titled "World First Reveal: Baldur's Gate Three Gameplay," featuring the two people. Jesse I guess. Cox. And Sven Vinky. Sven Vinky. Sven Vinky. Oh yeah. Sven. That guy knows what's up. Sven with the W. That guy's awesome. Okay, not to sound like a scrub. Who's Jesse Cox? I feel like I know this name. <laughs> that name does sound familiar, but I don't know. Yeah, okay, I do know who this guy is. Um, is he just a YouTuber? Jesse Cox, parentheses YouTuber. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yep. Always cool. has the answers. Very good, great. Okay, yeah. Uh, even though it's not going to be in the main theater... Um, I mean, we, we talked a minute ago about how like uh, the rest of the gaming world may not be as excited because it's Larian Studios really a thing. But do you think that they're still going to have a line in the sense that yes, they're going to have a cutoff point where 100%. nobody's going to get in? I, yes, absolutely. I am not joking when I say we should line up after lunch if we want to get in. I think or at least have somebody like watching the line. A quarter of the people who want to be in that theater will get into it. Yeah, I believe that I do. I think it's going to be wild. Yeah. I, I think, think it's going to be way bigger than... Uh, clearly, they think it's going to be. Yeah, I... Man, giving it Albatross seems like a huge mistake, but... Yeah. Like, not having main theater for the Baldur's Gate 3, it, it's insane. And they cap the lines, like... They count and they cap it, and then people, like, slip in a line with mm -hmm. their friends or whatever, so and then people in the back don't get in. Yeah. Like, I so. get if the line's not full, but when they cap the line... Like, don't, don't. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Don't be dumb. I like that they, I mean, I feel like they were policing pretty hard last year, especially for Borderlands 3. Yeah. Well, that's another they, one where there was not enough space to meet demand. And that right. was like a freaking main theater. Hey, speaking of main theater, is anybody thinking about going to Storytime Session? Maybe. No. I mean, I always think about it. it it's the guy who made Castle Crashers and uh, Battle Block Theater. It is. So I can't imagine that it's going to be terrible. Yeah, no, I mean, those I games mean, are funny. Yeah, he there's a decent chance he'll be funny. Um, I don't know. It seems like kind of a weird get because like what has Behemoth done recently that anyone's like cared about? They made that um, like pit turn based people? pit people. Thank you. Yes, which like I enjoyed well enough, but like in terms of like huge games, like Castle Crashers was their biggest. Alien Hominid was also big. But like, I feel like they've just been kind of doing their own thing for a while with no big releases, really. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I feel like I never really heard anything about Pit People. Just kind of came and went. Yeah. Right. No, it, it didn't really get much buzz. Their story times, just in general, have been strange over the past couple of years. Yeah, they're really hit or miss. Like, um, last year's was pretty disappointing. Uh, Aaron uh, Hansen. Ego Raptor, yeah, Aaron Hansen. If only because he didn't seem to fully understand how long he was supposed to be on the stage for. Oh, he was confused? He's like... Well, as part of his speech, he was like, yeah, I thought it was just supposed to be like a short thing. And it's <laughs> oh. like, no, you're in the main theater for like an hour. Keep going, Whoops. buddy. Like, I don't... I don't know how nobody communicated that to him. How he wasn't like, hey, how long is this? And they were like... Like, you'd think when you're like, hey, we want you to give the keynote at our thing, you'd also give some parameters, but I guess right, not. Right, right. I well, guess then in, not. Then in 2018, they had uh, Brendan Green, the guy who did Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. 
Oh, uh, I must not have even gone to that one. I don't remember that. I mean, I'd be surprised if you went to that one. I must, I must not have. Uh, 2017 was Jake Solomon, who I'm pretty sure he's the XCOM he's guy. He's XCOM. He was really good. I liked his. Yeah, that was a good one. And then I don't know who was 2016. Jonathan Blow. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Jonathan Blow talking about Frickin', um, yes. Bring him Steven back. Sausage Fest. Yes. Jonathan Blow was a really good one. Steven Sausage Roll. I don't like a lot of his stuff, but I like him. He's the smart guy. Yeah, yeah he is. You know who yeah. they should get? They I should like get Ken Levine. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Levine, Dude. you fucking live in Boston. The what year are you before up to, we went, buddy? he was the guy, right? Did he? I'm pretty I mean, sure he I'm, did story time the year before we went. I wouldn't be surprised, man. He lives in Boston. Texas <laughs> is in Boston. He did. Who knows where Ghost Stories Games is right now? Dude, I freaking pulled up his Wikipedia. They were founded in 2016, I think, is what the page says. Oh, my gosh. And literally, Bioshock Infinite came out in 2013. And then their other thing, Ghost Story Games, Untitled Ghost Story Games Project, is what they're working on. Which, like, wow. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, for what they kind worth, of feel like a Valve. Hmm. There's like throwing away projects constantly. The uh, 2015 story time people were uh, the Telltale Games guys. Yeah, I went to that one. They gave out all their games. Man, wonder why that company went under. (laughs) We honestly, we may never know. I don't think that's why. No, I think it is. I'm like 90% sure. Um, Okay, what else? So we've we've talked a little bit about uh, Baldur's Gate. What else are you guys super excited about? I've got one that I'm kind of hoping you guys haven't heard about because I'm excited for it, and I think you guys will get excited for it. Super Giant in Concert? Yes! Okay. Yeah. Oh. Live that orchestral oh. performance Super featuring uh, Darren Korb, I think. Yes. Yep. Featuring Darren 100%. Korb and some other people who I don't know. And Ashley Barrett? Barrett? I don't know how you yes. say her name. But she's the one who sings sister? in all the songs. Fuck! Yes! Yes! yes. yes. Exactly. Wait, is this going to be one of their concerts? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's so basically decided, their Friday night concert. They've decided yeah. for the first time in like five years. They're like, hey, you know what? We need to not have whatever their faces they have there every year. Yes, the front right. We need to have a year, different right? head. Let's change things up for once. That would be nice. They was last. I think last year was the year they had the Final Fantasy Orchestra, which I'm sure somebody was excited for. <laughs> Just <laughs> not lots me. of people were excited. Yeah. For here's it, the but, problem. No, yeah. like I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> The important thing is that uh, MC Frontalot is still going to be there on Thursday. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. you know, thank God for that. <laughs> Good. They got one of the two mains. I'm sure somebody likes MC Frontalot. It's just still not me. Didn't you also <laughs> see uh, Power Glove there one year? I saw Anna Gucci there the first year yeah, I went. You saw Anna that, man. that was so good. Nobody went with me. <laughs> so, I was just sitting alone like a loser. Probably I got to see Anna Managuchi. Say what? Probably all the better. I mean, dude, the first year I went to PAX was so good. Anna Managuchi, the Mass Effect voice actors were there. I met Tim Schafer and both the Penny Arcade guys. Yeah. Man, you should have stopped while you were ahead. <laughs> Man. <laughs> like, kind of. But it's okay. I still, I still like PAX. Even though it keeps giving me blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> We uh we've been going gosh how many years have we been going now since 2014 2013 Alex? Just like yeah, seven years. Ask me this years. all the time. I don't know. 
It's been so long. It's, it's been a long time. I think, I think it's Jake and I's sixth year, so I think you guys oh, went two years before God, that. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I think it was, I've already mentioned this once, and I'm not bitter at all, of course, but, you know, like, one of our first packs is, is when we started playing Due Process. Um, they still <laughs> have, click here to sign up for alpha testing, now TM on their website. <laughs> Hey, I think Al- Alex was an alpha he tester is, first. He doesn't do it. <laughs> he was a fake alpha tester for a second there. So I've upset. heard if you hang out in their Discord, you can get alpha keys. Well, at this oh. point, literally no one's excited about this game. It's been a long it's time. So freaking long. It it was announced when I don't think Siege was out yet. Right. Because we were like, That's oh, right. they're gonna compete. Because they're like yeah. similar g- games. No, uh-huh. Siege is just going to dominate for like five years. <laughs> yeah. And then this little indie game will probably come out and go into obscurity immediately. It's, it's, which is too bad because there's a lot of really cool elements to the game that I I just wish. Would, like, like I wish they would have just published it. I don't know. I, mean, I didn't even care if it was junk. I would have played with the block men back when it was, yeah, it was like fun. super early alpha. Yeah. When Whatever. crouching just moved you into the floor instead of actually like <laughs> yes. making your hitbox smaller. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, what else are you guys excited about for this year? So, okay. I had another panel I was excited for, but now that I'm looking at the time, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Mm. It's a... Uh, oh, wow. This app has a white background with white text. That's really good. Wonderful. Voice acting in video games, the fine line between acting and role-playing. Normally, wouldn't care, but Felicia Day is going to be there. Oh, wow. And I fucking love her. Issue yeah. is, it's 2.30 on Thursday, and Baldur's Gate is 3 on Thursday. Yeah. So that, I mean, plus side, maybe there'll be more room at the Baldur's Gate panel. <laughs> Downside, I probably don't get to see Felicia Day. Yep. Yeah. Which sucks, because I love her. She's great. But Baldur's Gate still wins. Uh, remind me, Jake, back when we did uh, Humble Monthly Bundle Rumble and we played WWE or whatever mm. it was, mm-hmm. what was the name of your character? I want to say it was Krumpus. I think it was yeah. Krumpus. I was had... reading... The reason I asked, I was reading about uh, Friday. They're going to be having a, 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 like a, a theater event called the Infinite Storytelling Engine of Professional mm. Wrestling. Wow. Yeah. You know, if there was ever an opportunity for someone like Krumpus to appreciate Jake's character to appreciate a, a panel, this this would probably be it. He did, man. He was a legend. He had bright pink skin and hot pockets tattoos. Hot pockets, pizza rolls, maybe. <laughs> Some weird product placement in that game as tattoos. He was a legend. Um, uh, Caleb, Alex, what are you guys excited about? You haven't said anything yet. They're doing a speedrun uh, stage. Yes! Oh my god, I'm actually really excited about this. An entire stage cool. for it? It's going to be like the like the dance and the Jackbox stages they have in like okay. the lobby. That's like such foyer a good areas. place to put that. Yes, yes, That's yes. Cool. So, yeah, it sounds really cool. I man, nice. I just love speedruns so much. I only got into them recently through like um, AGDQ and sgdq but they are so much fun to watch oh my gosh have they announced all the games well i guess there's some that are showing on here i'm seeing like octopath traveler 
That seems like uh, it'll can, be a... You can speedrun that? Apparently. You can speedrun freaking anything, man. You can. Is AGDQ Autumn Games? Awesome. 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 Mm-hmm. Got it. Because S is summer, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. summer and awesome. awesome. Great. Summer. Love it. <laughs> the two uh, Legend, seasons. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past speedrun. That a, will oh, be a good one. Those are really cool. Yeah. I think uh, I saw one of those at SGDQ. Almost any Zelda one's really good. They actually, there's been a lot of, I'm going to diverge re- real quick into speedruns. They recently, like, innovated the freaking um, Ocarina of Time speedrun. So it's, like, mm. under, like, five minutes now. Definitely what? under ten. Was there just some huge exploit that somebody found? Dude, oh, my and God. everybody it's, started using it? Yeah, that? it's like, you just do, like, a bunch of random stuff, and it just warps you to the credits. You're done. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Ocarina of oh Time, any percent is eight minutes, four seconds. Man, wow. I doubt it's the same glitch that they're using, but I remember a while back there was a speedrunner that like randomly got a skip in that game that he was not intending to do. And it was a skip that nobody had ever seen before, and he couldn't reproduce it. And he had the <laughs> VOD, and he was like offering like $1,000 to anybody that could reproduce it. Seriously? Because he was like... The, look, it's on the video. It happens. Yeah. There has to be a way to do this. <laughs> is is that such That's like crazy. a is that like such a big deal? Like learning how to beat speedruns that people will literally. I mean, they're just like they, spending money to they be put faster. bounties on things. Like I don't know how often they do like a thousand dollars, but they'll do like, hey, we have a theory that you can go out of bounds to get around this door. You know, a bunch of us got together and we put a ten dollar bounty on it. So whoever finds a way to get around this door, we will give you $10 or $100 or whatever, you know? That's cool. It's it's wild. I Like, speedrunning cannot be a lucrative thing to do, I would right. think. But right. it's so much fun to watch. It is super cool. Uh, Caleb, we talked about, about the concert for Supergiant Games, but there's a, actually a panel on Saturday called The Sound of Supergiant Games, oh, yeah. where it has the composer, Darren Korb, the vocalist, Ashley Barrett, Barrett, I don't know how you say her name, again. And the narrator from Bastion, Logan Cunningham. <sighs> and it's the three of them doing a panel, talking about sound design in the in the I, games that they've I made. I hope somebody just plays Bastion without any of the soundtrack on, and then they just, like, he narrates <laughs> while they they're singing. Themselves. How freaking cool would that be? That'd be crazy. Man, I know none of you guys ever saw Bit Brigade, but that's basically what they do. Right. Well, that's right. Somebody's playing they a game while they're playing. They speed run a game. Yeah. And then they all just play the background music while they go. It's wild. Very cool. Did I ever tell you I accidentally met, met Darren Korb and the narrator guy one year? Yeah, you did tell me that. I was, was it that same year you went when you met everybody else? I think it should've... was the. I think it was the year after. I think it was the second year. <laughs> I was because Transistor had like just come out, so I was at their booth looking by artwork, and I was like, you know, buying a poster or whatever. And the guys like, yeah, you know, like I made the music for this game, and I was like, wait, you're Darren Corb, and he was like, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> you're signing this, like now, <laughs> and he was like, oh well, like that's the guy who does the voice of the sword. I was like. What is happening? <laughs> you guys are just working the booth? Wait, did they really say the voice of the sword and not the I'm, narrator? I don't remember what he said, but in Transistor, he's the voice of the sword. Right, 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 right. He probably has a name. Captain Sword. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, who cares? You know who I'm talking sword. about. The guy. Yep. 
I have just read that Capcom has pulled out of PAX East 2020. God, man. Fucking damn it. Who's going? Is that a short list? <laughs> so mad we'll just hang out in boston and run around for a couple days it'll be it'll be fine yeah and get sick yeah dude man, oh no <laughs> give me that give me that coronavirus dude. <laughs> that's all i want oh man there's a um video game shark tank pick your pitch your dream i dream dream game man i can speak Chips your dream blame Shut man <laughs> I think I one? read that one. It sounds way more serious than the one that we went to before. Does it? <sighs> That's unfortunate because that one was hilarious because it was not serious. I don't yeah. know. I could be wrong, but good old burn, baby, burn. I mean, oh my man. gosh! As that long as we can still time. go to four oh fouring it, because that panel is so <laughs> funny. I'll tell you what, good. That, that, that one the year giant was freaking panel. hilarious. God. You don't think aren't allowed to pick freaking. <laughs> I don't think Giant Bomb or 404 gets there this year. Yeah, wow. they're worried about the coronavirus. <laughs> it's like they have one good year and then it's just just terrible from then on. It just goes Pat, it just goes crashes. Uh Pat Bear, who does 404ing, I think is in some other stuff, but Oh yeah. I don't think he's doing 404 so if, if we want to get our fix of 404 oh, yeah. for the record for the, anyone who doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about 404ing it is a panel they do where they show you YouTube videos yep the end that's the panel they yep. like show you and then they explain to you why it's funny man and that's it man it's really bad the first year it was actually really good it was I sadly the second year don't they believe showed you. anime music videos yeah that nobody cared about at all yeah, yeah so this year, year I found it it's Pat Bayer's anime club yelling about the shows we love Ugh. so sounds like a good good panel they've rebranded because they couldn't get enough people to join so they're like right, we'll just change the name nobody will know in all great. caps, hey, we love anime, and we're going to yell into microphones about the anime we love. You know what? I changed my mind. I don't want to go. <laughs> really bad. We're tired of, not, of people not listening to us. Now we're going to yell until they do. We'll have yeah. clips to show and speeches to make you go. That's no. <laughs> there no. is another panel I'm interested in, which is uh, horror and tabletop gaming. I've been interested more for a while in like call of cthulhu and that type of tabletop rpg the ones where you just die and it's very horror based mm. so that panel could be pretty interesting it doesn't have anybody that i recognize on it oh it's not a mike selinker i think no sadly it's not <laughs> there i think mike selinker is only part of two uh, um, there is one he's he's of course panels. part of his normal panel, which is where he's... Can you survive this panel? Yeah, yeah. can you survive this panel? Uh, he's yeah. my go He's also doing uh, Weird Rules Live with SB Nation, and they're going to talk about just the weirdest rules in everything. Games, sports, game shows. Uh, it talks about like how you can lose all your points in Australian rules football, how to win Trivial Pursuit on your first turn, and how Jeopardy got broken forever. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... It sounds like there's going to be about five games on the expo hall floor, so maybe <laughs> maybe I'll check that out. All the panels are going to be full now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, okay, a company that I don't think has pulled out yet, and, you know, someone interrupt me if you just get an email that they're pulling out, Nintendo <laughs> should still be there, right? They will be there, yeah. With the Animal Crossing, yay. Yep. yep. I'm excited for that, super excited. I heard that you can get a tote bag. <laughs> there's also some way that you can sign in and like reserve a spot in line yes that's what i was gonna mention they so, have the um what they call it the warp, warp pipe, pipe pass yeah 
or something. Speaking it's of, basically like the so big good. Disney fast track thing. Yeah. Whoever has our passes, I need like all the giant code. booths that you have to stand in line for four hours have to implement this. Yeah. Yes, that's so smart. Gosh, because like if Sony was there, are you actually going to wait to try to play Last of Us Part Two? Because you know that line's going to be insane. I mean, yeah. I think it would be worth it. Like, there's, I feel like there's not much else that I'm really excited about this year, so I probably would have. At the same time, mm. like you kind of know what that's going to be, right? Gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you need yeah. to play, play that right one. now? Yeah, no, I mean, that's that is fair. Didn't I feel like Nintendo had something else I was excited for? Animal Crossing? Doom? Yeah, but that's not Nintendo. <laughs> I am excited also, for Doom, though. It's, definitely not it's, also, it's also not going to be on the show floor. Is because it not? They're Doom. doing their thing again, their Bethesda Game Days event. And oh. It's next door at Laugh Boston and the Irish pub that's there. Why? I do they did it last year, too. I mean, I, I can tell you why. It's because a booth at PAX is really expensive. <laughs> and for a company the back like room. Bethesda? And a game release like Doom, Doom? Eternal? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. They do probably want, like, a really big space, though. It's just probably, like, way Take more. Take Sony's! Yeah, this, this is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> no kidding. This specifically says a, do a demo for Doom Eternal will be available as part of Bethesda's Game Days event. Rather than set up on the show floor, Bethesda hosts the event right next door to the Boston Convention Center at Laugh Boston and MJ O'Connor's Irish Pub. This year, the event will run from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. Well, I might actually check that out. I, mean, I don't know if you're going to get into that. It's only running two days. Plus, there's well, nothing on the show like... floor. So <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes, less man. Than the amount of time that PAX East runs for. Uh, also wanted to mention some other demos that are happening. I don't know if anybody's necessarily interested in a, a couple of these, but Chivalry 2. Oh. Yeah. Intriguing. Uh, it oh, looks chivalry. neat. Yes, Chivalry. Mm. Have a failed night. <laughs> <laughs> That's an anime joke for all you normies out there who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anime joke. It's a good one. It's not. It's pretty <laughs> no, bad. No, it's a good one. Um... Also, there is a game that's coming out that looks a lot like Blade Runner called Cloudpunk. They oh. will be doing a demo this year. It's like the one terrible of terrible name. Like, it's yeah, a I mean, very bad name. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's it seems interesting because you know, of course, they're riding on the coattails of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So, of course, maybe Which people will be a little be excited there. about it. Yep. No, of course not. Makes me sad. And then uh, I'm not sure what this is, but this is the other one they're talking about. It's Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Um, looks like it's like a battle royale with little teeny tiny, almost like meepo like characters. What do they call those things that you play with in like uh, board games? Oh. No, 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 no. Meeple? Meeples. That's what I'm looking mm, for. Meeples. meeples. Yes, 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 yes. All right, this cloud punk game. You're an. You're like a flying taxi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just, just delivery person. Don't look in the package. Deliver the package on time. Oh, you know what dude. type of game it is? It's a strand type That's game. Exactly <laughs> what wow. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Now I'm in. <laughs> you guys work together for that so well. Ah, oh, man. I, I had the exact same thought, Aaron. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> I was like, oh, you deliver stuff? <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard Pretty delivery. good stuff, guys. I'm like, oh, that, there it is. The there world's second is. strand type game. <laughs> Oh, Maybe this one gosh. can be like 
the world's Good. first speed strand oh. type game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I and we talk about this a little bit every year, but um, there's also a bunch of panels where people are just playing RPGs, uh, and one of which is uh, Acquisitions Inc. And some yeah. people tend to go to them. There are, I mean, I don't know. Are there three different teams this year that are going to be there? A, B, a, B, and C. I think so. Is that true? Um, yeah, they. Alex, There's at least A and C. They published I think about... A and C are definitely there. Okay. What were you saying they published about like the details in, of the events? In the like thanks for buying PAX badges letter that they send you along with the badges, they specifically called out the acquisitions performances as something to look forward to. They said that they can't spoil anything, but it's going to be crazy. That's theirs. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's their event. Like, I feel like, yeah, they'd advertise it. But I mean, whatever. I mean, I've gone to Acquisitions Inc. in the past for at least a little bit. It's usually fine. It's a fun event. Like, it's it's not as good as like I went. I saw Adventure Zone Live once. That was amazing. It wasn't as good as that. Mm. But, you know, it was decent. They went yeah. they did an ice skating thing, which was decently fun. It was because it was basically just like a regular session. Right. Like, so like since I didn't know what was like what their campaign had been about, I was a little lost on the details. Whereas Adventure Zone was more like a one shot kind of situation. Does Acquisitions play outside of PAX? Yeah. OK, Um, they did a podcast for a while. I think it's still a podcast, but you need to pay money for it in a certain mm-hmm. place. Um, But yeah, I, I think they play outside of PAX. I looked for a Glass Cannon podcast because I've been really into them lately, but I don't think they're going to be at East, sadly. Well, don't worry about the coronavirus. <laughs> um, I know we talked earlier about uh, Dark Souls a little bit. Yes, uh, there let's is talk a about Dark Souls more. Called mm-hmm. Dark Souls of X, what makes a successful Souls successor? I actually, I did um, see that. They're going to be doing talking about Hollow Knight, Code Vein, and Neo, Nio, Neo. 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 Oh, they're making a second one of those. Is that going to be there? They are. That's a good question. I don't even know how to search for that. Maybe they'll be there. That'd be cool. Probably not. <laughs> Somebody shows up. I'm excited that'd, about. That'd be oh, nice. Neo Sony. So. Oh. <laughs> I hate this. I'm so mad. It does look like, guys, I think this is serious. This is exciting. It does look like they're going to be revealing a new mobile game from Marvel. Marvel. I'm, wow. I mean, yes. wow. I think I just came. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so great. So pumped. Yeah, dude. Because the other Marvel game they're making looks so good. Oh, my gosh. It looks so wonky. Look, the real question is, can you play as the girl with big hands? That's what everyone's oh, excited right. about. That's so ridiculous. Who even is she? She's. Like, she's Ms. Marvel? Sure. Ms. Marvel. That's it. That's her. Not to is be confused a... with Captain Marvel. Not Captain The one who Marvel. has a movie made about her and people like and has a <clears> cool <throat> power set. No, 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 no. This she get Her hands get big. Yeah, that's it. That's the list. That's, that's a real she, cool that's power. What she's got. <laughs> yeah, look, man, you're just jealous that your hands are normal size. <laughs> man, Splunky Two is also going to be at the Sony booth. God, really, Sony? <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get the coronavirus. I'm going to drive to Sony. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, let me in. <laughs> and then I'm going to get them. That's what they get. I bet that uh, who- how to make a good Dark Souls successor thing, they start off and they're just like, don't do Dark Souls 2. And that's the whole panel. Then you just leave. Like, you know Dark Souls 2? Don't do that. Don't do that one. <laughs> do a different one. Any other one, really. What else uh, do you guys see on the list that uh, you're excited about? And or the floor. We haven't really talked about the floor much either, other than the fact that it's just going to end up being a whole That's bunch of tables for people to play board games. <laughs> um, <laughs> so sad. Every year we do go to um, two things specifically. We go to the Indie Mega Booth. That's what it's called. Indie yep. Mini Booth? There's an Indie Mini Booth within the Mega Booth. Yep. That's right. Okay. That's, that's how it is. All right. We love the Mega Booth every year. A whole bunch of small games that we end up getting. Uh, we end up buying a lot of games that we find there just because they're really well done, but they don't have the funds to, you know, buy Sony's current space that's currently available. If you're listening to this podcast, you can probably <laughs> email ReadPop. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, we, we usually do like to go there and see what games are there, as well as the Indie Mini Booth, which is a teeny tiny little booth where everybody just has like a really small... 20 inch monitor and you just go up and play their games and you get to talk to the dev which is really cool probably um, the best br- part of PAX yeah it's really it, good it ends up being where I spend most of my time while I'm there yeah it's just so many interesting little games packed into a small space uh, what else do you guys see Tiny Build who is there every year yeah. and I still have they done anything new for nope. the past eternity. They're the same, like, five games. Yeah. I don't think so. They always have a huge area, and I'm always like, man, that's the same thing you did last year, guys. Well, it's because they're always doing speedrunners competition, and they always have, what is that, uh, Cluster Truck? Mm-hmm. Oh, was that them? Yeah. And Hello Neighbor. Though I feel like those three things are just like, oh, fucking Hello let's Neighbor. Let's keep yeah. rolling it. I, I thought everyone lost interest as soon as that game freaking came out. Like, I thought people were excited for the early stuff, and then the game came out, and they were like, oh, it's not very good. That's what I remember. But... I thought that was the end of it, but, you know, what do I know? <laughs> I kind of got nothing else. Double Fine's going to be there. Are they showing anything off? Probably Psychonauts 2. Theoretically, it's coming out this mm-hmm. year. I'm going to wear my freaking backer shirt again and see if I can get Senpai <laughs> to notice me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you guys that happened last year? I was wearing, so I backed them on Fig, and I backed out a tier where I got, like, a special t-shirt. And I was just wearing it and standing by the booth looking to play, like, Rat or whatever the fuck they had. And one of the devs of Psychonauts 2 just came and was like, hey, I haven't seen anyone with that shirt before. Let me tell you some things that we're working on for Psychonauts 2. That's wow. I was like, whoa, okay, (laughs) yeah. So I'm going to see if I can make magic happen twice. And then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give us all the straight scoop. Get get them big views. (laughs) for the next podcast so stay tuned everyone (laughs) hitbox is gonna be there again but man it's been so long i've been waiting for dungeon boyfriend boyfriend there it is oh thank you yeah it's like what are you struggling with i I don't even know how crazy interested i am anymore it's kind of like the due process issue yeah it's been gone for a while i think their release is supposed to be this year is it? I think so. That's a plus. Yeah, I backed, I backed them a while ago. I still get the emails. I check them occasionally. 
But yeah, I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be more or less the same as what it was last time, which is kind of disappointing. Looks like Parsec has a booth. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know if you've been using that lately, Jake, but man, it was a I've good not. system. I, I would need friends to play good stuff software. with. And so, you know, <laughs> hey, now. There, I have a place that you can probably we, we can find space for you here and then we can just oh. play on an actual couch. <laughs> nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the uh, it's the great state of Kansas's the Horizon <laughs> House. <laughs> um, tons of space available. Really? Wow. Then in your okay, applications, yeah. I guess. I'll have to I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Is there uh, like a continental breakfast? There is on Saturdays when Caleb so. wakes up. Nice. Square Enix yeah. pulled out. Uh, I don't even know what Square Enix is working on. Yeah. Dragon Heart Three is already out, and I already hate it. I think, I think they were just talking about Iceborne for Monster Hunter. That's like uh, their latest thing. Didn't yeah. that already come out? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? But, you know, companies do that. They do that at PAX all the time. Uh, also, PUBG Corp has pulled out. Oh. Okay, at what point do <laughs> I start getting refunds? <laughs> they, um, they, I, they were talking about how they're just not going to issue refunds for the tickets. I mean, I think they'd be silly to. Yep. But, like... I think you're also reaching a point where people are going to start to get pissed. Yeah. Because, like, this is not what I paid money for. Nope. There'll be a ton of stuff on the floor still. There's a company called The Sheep's Meow, so I don't think you got to be worried. That's not anything. (laughs) There'll be plenty of interesting stuff going on. All right, man. I guess we'll (laughs) see. Well, uh, anything else before before we wrap it up? I'm like kind of glad CD Projekt Red's not there. Wow. wow. You don't want to see like, a preview of Cyberpunk and get upset about something you see? He doesn't want to be I just don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> I just want it to be out. Okay, yeah, but them not coming doesn't move up the release date, actually. But it makes, it makes me avoid having to look at it. Man. I mean, sure. It's a weird silver lining, but whatever gets you through the day, buddy. It's something. Uh, well, check back in with us in uh, two weeks. We will be doing our uh, post. What? A, wow, post pep. Is that what we call it? Pre pep, yeah. post pep. Yeah, uh, post pep. I think we call it the. What do we call it? The post pep, post pep. <laughs> is usually Perfect. the name we see. We're going to be doing our. What do we call it? The post pep, post pep in two weeks, where you can hear about all of the games that weren't on the floor that we didn't get to play while we wandered aimlessly and then found board games from the board game area and sat at tables and played them. It's going to be an excellent, excellent convention. Uh, We're super pumped, um, especially for The Last of Us Part 2. Nice. Such a Divinity Fallen Heroes. Super excited about that. Also Divinity Fallen Heroes. Yep, really excited about that one. They just Uh, have a Divinity booth again. (laughs) A Divinity Fallen Heroes booth again? Fallen Heroes coming out this November again. We're like, guys, we were going to show up, but Sony's booth just opened up, and we're like, you know what? We have a whole game just sitting, ready to go. Let's Larry just it. has two booths now. <laughs> Separate Somebody sides of the convention. Somebody right center. now. We can make good money off of this. Okay, oh well, anyway, God. check in with us in two weeks, uh, and we will catch you next time.
This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Jake John Federkyle, and Caleb Juno. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. We also have a couple new series that we've been working on, one for a custom Divinity campaign and another for a Pathfinder campaign that we've been working on. So make sure you check those out as well. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.